another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 15. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, there's only one place we can start because the whole episode was pretty much dominated by this. Well, three quarters of it was uh, the <laughs> Jesse Claire... Adam Fallout and Janelle, um, I, you know, Adam uh, Jesse decides he's going to go and pull Adam, and we knew from the start that Adam was as slip, slippery as a fucking snake. Anyway, we just knew there was something about him. We, I, I'd read stuff about him just being a fucking wannabe, doing all these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, his business was sketchy and all this other stuff. And you're like, there's just something fucking off it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> selling the dream, Dave. There's just all sorts of shit wrong with, with or just red flags anyway, for me personally. And he's been a peripheral figure. He's been in the background. And I think what really narks me about this whole revelation about this kiss, and it may have been, it's obviously more than just a peck, Dave. It's a full-on fucking snog. And what I, I thought was interesting was when he was talking to Claire at the back end of it, and then he goes to see Adam, it was Adam doing that classic thing of, well, I'm not having this. I know I'm in the wrong, but I'm just going to pull you apart. And he was trying everything mm. with Jesse. I thought they were going to have a fight at one point, Dave. You know, when he said to him, come to my room, I thought Claire was going to be sat there. I thought it was just really random that he said, come to my room, but we go with it. <laughs> I was just like, is there something going on there? I thought Claire was going to be sat around the table and she wasn't, but it was really heated. And Adam is a fucking bellend, Dave, an absolute bellend. Just, oh, Unbelievable, but I don't think he's the worst person in this situation. Adam, all right, okay. Well, before I show my hand, I mean, who do you think is the worst person then? Claire, out of all of them, Claire. Because when when you look at what she said to him, we both said there's something fishy about this. Something's there's something else there that's going to come out later on, and then we'll be. It was what she was saying to Jesse now. Like you said yesterday, you're right. Jesse doesn't get away scot-free because his reaction was, you know, completely not over the top, but there was there was something was wrong in his delivery. However, he's pretty much justified, not in what he did, but justified in, in everything he thought and his reaction because he was so annoyed and the adrenaline kicked in. And it was what she was saying to him. Like I said to you, didn't I? Why didn't you just show him the phone? Just show him the phone when we when we talked about this first time round. There's no issue with it. Show on your phone. She couldn't. And it's just what she said about what you're trying to prove and all this and just laying into him. And I was like, you know, that guy, they live together and she has sat there and let him do this and let him absolutely dismantle himself and bring himself back up and realize he's got a problem with jealousy. He acknowledged it. She never once said, I need to stop you there. I think if, if they'd acknowledge it at the start and said, yeah, I'm really sorry. We've had a kiss and it came out. I think the couples will still be together. I'm not saying it's right because it's not, but I, I can sort of go with it for the show. You can't go with it after this. This has just been an absolute great TV, but what a mess. <laughs> and just a pair of lying fuckers, Dave. Because I honestly, I, don't, I know Adam and I'm not letting him off and it's not a man sticking up for him because he's not, he's an absolute prick. But I just thought what Claire did, living with Jesse and everything just makes it worse in my eyes. 
See, the only person I have a lot of sympathy for is Janelle. Yeah. In this whole situation. Because when you're watching this episode on, you know, and, and we have a recency bias always, don't we? The, the thing that we see right now, we, we remember the stuff before, just not as clearly. You have to remember that going into that night, right, Jesse had been an absolute knob. <laughs> it'd been horrible to her like from the moment she st- started going on about star signs and stuff jesse was out wasn't he and so he was being an absolute tool now so i could kind of see why okay you're out on this night out you've got absolutely zero connection with this guy who you know you've been coupled up with and whatever so i can kind of get why that situation could happen the bit where i agree is just it stinks to high heaven is the holier than thou bullshit that we got after that so jesse knew something was up and not only is he kind of feeling like you know he knows something is there but he's being lied to, so that's that's ramping up his his anxiety and like his his kind of emotions and everything. So you you can see how that all happens. But like I say, I I just can't ignore Jesse's role in the lead up to that. But yeah, it it was, and Hennessy was pointing out on our Patreon chat, wasn't he? That one of the worst things is just at the commitment ceremony. When it's all coming out, and Cam, you know, I've not fucking forgot Cam gave yeah. Adam an alibi. Um, so let, I'm, I'm hoping that gets addressed, and everyone's, you know, nodding in agreement. Oh yeah, Jesse, you're fucking crazy. You've got, uh, you've got trust issues to work on. This completely unacceptable behaviour, and it's like, yes, the, he probably went too far with the behaviour side of it, but. You know, just to get up on your fucking high horse again, it just fucking stinks, doesn't it, Chris? Yeah, it does. And and I hope we get a proper drilling and they get absolutely laid into for what they've done. So like you say, Dave, you're probably right. The Janelle thing, you know, she's the innocent bystander in all this. But Jesse, you can see, doesn't cope with this sort of thing well, does he, Dave? His eyes give him mm. away. He's got a very nervous twitch. And it's it's the fact that and I, I was I was sort of happy for him in the respect of it validates everything that's been going through his head. Yeah, he's, yeah. And, and he's got two eyes in his head. He's seen there was something up. Yes, we can all get paranoid and we all get jealous, but he can see that there was something going on there. And everything that he said and was shot down for even at the dinner party and everything, he took that loss and was like, I'm really sorry. And what annoys me as well, Dave, he took him a bottle of fucking champagne. Yeah, Fuck yeah. me. That is just fucking shit, isn't it? That is just... I, I, the only thing I'd say, the sceptic in me, Maven, Dave, uh, Maeve, sorry, that's the other email you sent <laughs> that time. Uh, the sceptic in me, probably because we're watching too much Love Island in uh, sync with this, is why would she now just reveal it? I mean, even... Jesse said that, like, why? And and obviously, I, I just didn't understand why. <laughs> There's no way going to this well, wedding has pricked a, a guilt, Dave. I'm not the, buying that. The one suspicious thing for me is the wedding scene, right? Yeah. I, I, it's like, hang about, why? You, you've got all the time. Now, I can believe that, again, the headspace that she would have been in 
around about the time of this infamous night, Jesse was being a, a massive fucking prick to her. So, so they had no connection whatsoever. Whereas since then, you know, he, he does seem to have owned, you know, what, what he saw as his mistake. And again, I, I think part of it was a mistake as well. But he's owned that. And then actually, like, the last commitment ceremony, they look quite sweet together. Yeah. And I think maybe it's gone from, because they were in such a, a, a nothing place. It's not like, like they were in a bad place. They were just in a nothing place. So she had no kind of feelings for Jesse whatsoever. It, it didn't matter. It was just like one of those things. You just have a bit of a drunken snog and, and that's it. You know, she doesn't really know Janelle either. So she hasn't really got any, uh, you know, particular guilt feelings there. And then maybe just as things have gone along and those feelings have grown, then she can't, you know, the guilt has grown with it. Yeah, that that's the way I I kind of see it. If I take it all on face value, but like I say, it's a it's a little bit suspicious, isn't it? That it all just happens at the wedding. Yeah, it's a great storytelling because it sort of nobody cared did the about. I think it was um, was it Rupert and Evelyn's wedding. Everyone's just like, <laughs> was it Hugh? Why would Hugh go? Everyone's just like, I don't give a fuck about this. We're just going with this. So. I think as well was interesting. Didn't you think that was weird though? He went to see Harrison, and Harrison went. Well, I don't really like the guy, but you know, Adam's oh, fucking like, Harrison. What, what <laughs> is that? Your moral <laughs> That's what I mean. from Harrison. I need to speak to Harrison. Out, yeah. I was thinking, that, Jesse, come on, mate, you fucking got this one wrong. <laughs> but you know, when Janelle was talking, Dave, what got me is it was like she said his dialogue when he went to when Adam went to see her. And tell her he was dead dismissed. Obviously, he was waiting for the cameras, wasn't he? So this obviously did happen yeah. quite organically. He's waiting for the cameras. He went, oh, all right, yeah, here, here we go. He's got to tell her. She's she can tell straight away someone's up. And he then decides to blame it on the fact that Jesse and Claire were not in a good place. We weren't in a good place, which was yeah. news to Janelle yeah, to justify it. And then he was trying to blame it on Claire. And he just basically went around the houses and blamed on every single person but himself. He was not being held accountable. He was dead dismissive, like it was nothing. And I've, I've got to say, Dave, fair play to Janelle. She stood mm. her ground. She wasn't going to be a fucking doormat. She fucked him off. She kicked him out, which was like, yep, yeah, I like it. All right, he's only moved around the corner, but it doesn't matter. She's kicked him out of the apartment. I'm all for that. I think she was totally right in what she did. And, and she even went to see Jesse, and she said, like, the way, you know, I stuck up for him, the way they, they went yeah. at Jesse – it's fucking wrong, completely wrong. And I just hope John and, and Mel and Alessandra have got the same energy with this next dinner party because I tell you what, I cannot fucking wait. This yeah. is good. If this goes to plan, this is going to be excellent because Janelle then tells the girls, I know it's the DoorDash sponsorship, Dave, of the uh, food coming in there, the old DoorDash there, you know, like <laughs> Just Eat in the UK. Yeah, and yeah. she gets the food out and she's got Melinda there and Tani and she's, she's – uh, chatting away and telling them and they're like right well that's it and i'm like oh this is exactly what i need midweek dave (laughs) the only thing is i don't drink in the week dave so i only drink on a friday and sometimes i was thinking this could almost be prosecco levels of uh, i need to watch this so what did you think of that dave when she rounded up the troops because i was like yeah good for her she's getting some backup ready 
Yeah, I mean, like I say, she's the one who, who I have real sympathy for, to be honest. She's she's done nothing. And I I, I mean, I, I did sort of call around though. You know, there's there's been trusting, but then, you know, there, there's something about Adam that just screams like, you know, wannabe and, and also untrustworthy. You know, I, I, if you're trying to get one over on me, right, don't mention NFTs. <laughs> as soon as you mention NFTs, I think you're full of shit. Uh, but but just everything about his demeanor and everything, and like you know, I, I keep my mind keeps casting back to that fucking commitment ceremony when um, Lindell was saying about you know oh, when she was going to leave, and Adam was saying, oh, uh, you know, you better stay or else I'm going to leave with Claire. And when it came up, he's like, oh, no, I, w- I wouldn't have said that. Oh, my word. I, that'd be outrageous. I'm like, you hypocritical fuck. Honestly, just uh, he, he has got no the, – the only remorse he has is that he's been caught out. Yes. That is it. The, yes. the, the, the only remorse completely. And actually, more so than rounding up the girls, the bit that I did enjoy in particular is when Adam, you know, he's trying to reconcile a little bit. Can we have a chat? No. Uh, how about later? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you fucking get in there. Definitely. You know, just... Do it at the dinner party or whatever. Fucking absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, I mean, I'm afraid, Chris, we called it. You know, we said that the story does not line up. There is something still fishy going on there. And, uh, yeah, like Adam, yeah, he's just... He's exactly what we thought from episode one, I think. <laughs> 100% Dave, 100%. And uh, he will get his comeuppance, I hope, Dave. So I tell you what, Dave, we get the new couples and you're thinking we've had enough drama. They filled like 40 <laughs> minutes of this episode. <laughs> Up steps the new couples, Dave. And we've got Rupert and Evelyn. And Rupert is probably the most nervous guy I've ever seen. I, I can't work out. I mean, we've got a, an email, which is a little bit of a different take on that, what they think of uh, Rupert. But I don't know what's going on. He gets into the, the, the whether it's the cameras, he gets into the bath there, Dave, with all that, them rose petals and stuff. And Evelyn's saying she's a bit quick. She starts saying to him in the bed, Dave, now listen, we all get the hint. She went, oh my God, my nipples are so hard or something like that. And he's just like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, <laughs> oh, oh, it is yeah, a bit strong in here, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to put the heating on? No, I don't, Rupert. You know, you know any, so anyway, they then get in the bath. And then it's like, you know, he's like, so she's there. She's in the bikini. Obviously, he's, he's, they're not naked, but she's got the bikini on. She's looking beautiful. He's got the shorts on. You think this is this is like Matt Levels with Jesse off Love Island, who's coming. <laughs> and you think, no, it was Owen, wasn't it? Owen, Owen sorry, Owen. Oh, Matt was the one he was pining for. Yeah. And he just went, <laughs> didn't he? Rupert went, oh, I've got to finish that board game later, haven't we? I'm like, oh, mate. <laughs> What are you? And he's on. It's getting really hot in here. She ducks her head under, and I'm just like, fucking bellend, absolute bellend, Dave. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, he admits a bit later on that it's because he thinks she's absolutely gorgeous. She wasn't seeing that. He obviously he said she's out of his league a couple of times, but 
that whole awkwardness was just fucking brilliant TV. Chris, I don't know because I don't recognize it, but I'm wondering, has he got some kind of medical condition? Because I was kind of excusing him a little bit yesterday. I was saying, look, like I got really fucking nervous at the wedding and it just like transported my body. It seemed like someone else. And, and but, you know, obviously that that's just a temporary thing. This guy just does not seem to know how to communicate with other human beings. I, and I, sorry to repeat my joke from the other day in a different context, but I think this guy made a wish to be big. I do think <laughs> he was at the fairground putting his coin in, you know, and, and making the wish to Zoltar. And he's found himself, he's actually fucking 13 years old. And he's just been transported into this uh, adult male body. It, it's just, that is the, the the only rational explanation I can come up with, Chris. Because most people, I would imagine, Chris, would be, fuck me, all my chips have come in. <laughs> <laughs> I am punching way above my weight here. Way! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yes. like, oh. The bat's a bit hot, isn't it? What? what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it did look like he'd just come in from the rugby and, and got in the bath, though. I mean, it looked fucking ranked, didn't it? But, yeah. You know, it, it was just, I, I can't figure it out. And I, I do wonder, you know, is this kind of some some kind of medical condition? That his inability to communicate is nothing like I recognize from any of the, any of the other reality TV that we've watched. No, uh, it's bizarre. I mean, like I say, she did for a little bit when he said, you know, he's absolutely beautiful, you know, and all this. And then she's like, oh, right. So there's a bit of hope for him, Dave. And I don't think it's, at the moment, Evelyn seems like a really nice person. She's not like Taylor, Dave, and we'll talk about her. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, Evelyn seems like a nice person. She just wants someone who is into her, Physically, you know, she's absolutely stunning. So I don't understand that. And I know it's not just about the physicality of it. There's got to be that, you know, connection as well. And the personality's got to come through. But yeah, she was giving him all the signs as if to say, let's have a chat. He just needed yeah. to chat. I'm not saying they were going to jump in bed, but it was like, just have a chat, be together. Let's, you know, they're in a bath and all. And he's just, no, I didn't get it. I, I didn't get that at all. However, Taylor, Dave. <laughs> Tay fucking la Taylor. So you know, we've got Hugo named after her goat, and we've got Taylor, and they go for a game of uh, was it tennis, Dave? They go for they've got Eron. <laughs> remember? I know it's, it's fucking nonsense, but apparently they've had a bet, and she's decided that this bet means that he's got to stay on the sofa because it shows him on the couch. <laughs> she's like, what? Well, she said to John. I like getting my own way. I need to stop this. It's sort of like a toxic trait, blah, blah, blah. Gets in an experiment, does exactly what she said on the tin, Dave. Nothing's changed. There's no growth from this girl. And she has turned into Bridezilla. And I am here for it, Dave, because <laughs> Hugo is going to be sleeping in the fucking corridor in the next episode, the way it's going. Yeah. It's like, it's like he's a pet. It's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, go and sleep over there. I, I, honestly, I, I I don't know how. He, he must really, really want to be on this show to put up with it for 
any longer than the honeymoon because yeah. how no one should have to put up with being treated like shit like that. Honestly, yeah. it, it's it's kind of funny, but also disgusting as well. You know that yeah. that she she just thinks that that's how how you can be. And yeah, I, I mean, you could tell at the dinner table, couldn't you? I mean, he was so frustrated, but he's still trying to keep it together. He's still very aware that he's being filmed, but yeah. you know, she's still just being <laughs> absolutely horrid. And you could tell how annoyed he was. Oh yeah, because he, was. he wasn't even like transfixed by what was in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, right, said Fred had made a comeback name at one point and that did a day. <laughs> no, I tell you what, Chris, the, the, <laughs> Taylor is a, is a fairly despicable person, but in the 80s, like, that's what I thought nurses were. <laughs> <laughs> Always want me for mama to take him, Dave. But yeah. that's, that's what nurses were, wasn't it? Like in yeah. Carry On films and Benny Hill and stuff like that. And that's what a nurse was, you know. Fucking hell, she had him right pumped up there, didn't she? <laughs> we need to move away from this very quickly. I but I, Look, I genuinely we ignore the elephant. Sorry, in the, the elephants room. in the room. <laughs> You look tight, like two size five fucking football cases. One thing over my Adelas, you know what I mean? But anyway, let's move on. But what they were, but you're right, they were chatting and she was just being horrible to him, wasn't she? And, he, yeah. and to be fair, I thought he was, I initially thought he was a bit like Josh, where he was so timid. He, you know, Josh got his point over, but he did it in a very uh, mild mannered way where he just couldn't yeah. take it anymore. Melissa, no, to be fair, Hugo's got a bit about him. It doesn't matter, she said. I wanted someone who doesn't speak, and I'm like, what? I don't want anyone. I don't want to speak a lot, really. And you just keep getting on my nerves. And he's like, well, what? Why? What? 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 He's like to the VT. Why is she in this experiment? But then she starts talking a, a bit like Nikita, Dave, and Morag. I remember her name now from the UK one. Like they've ordered mm, someone yeah, off fucking yeah. Amazon Prime or something, and it's not fucking come. And she starts to well, <laughs> Or DoorDash, Chris. Yeah, DoorDash. Well, DoorDash there are <laughs> other companies. So, but, you know, she says, who did she describe, Dave, as her ideal person? Because it's fucking so obvious. And I think I said uh, there's going to be a cheating scandal. R- remind me. Adam? Well, Dave. No, well, no, Dave. She, she Harrison? To, she, correct. She likes a tradie, Dave. A tradie. Someone who's a bit, you know, got a bit of finger in her foot. She's describing Harrison, so we, we are going to get an affair <laughs> fucking storyline because Harrison is so devious, Dave. He will be straight in there if there's any sort of inkling from Taylor. I'm not sure whether she would, but the, the person she described is not the person sat in front of her. And it's like, well done, experts, yet again. <laughs> oh, I mean, they, this, I was saying the other day about, you know, some of the couples you can see, oh, right, yeah, I can see why they've put these together. Other ones, you're just like, oh, you bastard experts. <laughs> you're yeah. just trying to fuck with these people. I mean, they are just trying to fuck with Hugo, aren't they? I mean, they just they put him with her just purely for our entertainment. And I'm not going to pass it up, Chris, because I love it. But you're sort of thinking, oh, God, I hope they pay for his therapy bills as well. It's not going to go well for these two. And again, 
the thing is, Dave, the experts don't see what we see, do they, at the moment? Who said that? They don't see any of this. So they're not really going to hold him to task. What's got to happen is he's got to bring it up, Annie, to the experts. And I hate saying experts because their fucking knowledge is about... <laughs> we we need to come up with book. something else, don't we, that's, that's yeah, not that's... judges. Um, but... <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh, sorry. So it dropped here. I don't know if you heard that. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Taylor coming to attack us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost my thread now. That was just my book. The experts, um, the new name you say. The, the experts. experts. Yeah, they're, they're just, I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, do they have a double charge? You know, or I mean, are they charged with two different things? You know, they here are your goals, experts. Here are all these people, and we've scouted some of them. And you need to find couples, and we want 30% to actually work. And the other 70%, we just want to have these dysfunctional fuckheads. Uh, but you need to put them together in new and interesting ways. You know, yeah. behind the scenes, is that their actual brief? Is that their agenda? You know, so actually, if that is then they're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if their agenda is to, to actually make all of these work, then uh, then obviously they're not killing it. But I, I suspect it's the former. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And we've had a great email, Dave, from uh, Megan, and it, she touches on quite a few things from uh, today's episode, so it's really good stuff. Uh, she's put uh, her thoughts, so she's put Claire, Jesse, Adam, Janelle, the flashbacks of them gaslighting and guilting, borderline mocking Jesse are brutal. And I didn't really enjoy this part of the episode, but I'm I'm living for the upcoming showdown at the dinner party. Very pleased that Janelle had proactively recruited uh, Melinda, my call-out queen, to back her up. Harrison conversing Jesse was about the fakest shit I've ever seen. And that's saying a lot considering his entire relationship with Bronte is a farce. I did find his unnecessary throwaway comment about how he doesn't care for Jesse after that interaction to be quite comical, however. So I guess I only hated him the sixth most in this episode, which is probably a record. Taylor, she must have a personality disorder, right? These producers are evil doing this to Hugo. Why couldn't they have set her loose on Shannon or Harrison or someone else who deserved it? That's very true. I will say, Hugo desperately looking at the camera during the dinner was a laugh. Dave, I love that. I was going to mention it, I forgot. <laughs> he broke the fourth wall, looked at the camera and went, what the fuck is this yeah. shit? I'm on to put myself. And then she put, meanwhile, Taylor's there looking and acting like a demented radioactive clown. I audible gasped when they showed her chest in that baby gap dress and the 29 <laughs> layers of blush on her face. <laughs> Side note, they really managed to pick a hotel up for her style and horror movie personality to a T. Impressive. Anyway, I cannot believe she made Hugo sleep on a windowsill. Even Hugo the goat... Probably has a nice bed of straw in his own <laughs> stall. Hugo, the husband, is treating more like how I imagine her treating a cat. Actually, I'm not imagining it because, remember, she hates cats. But then she put a stuffed cat on his window ledge. Why would she have a cat stuffy when she hates cats? Was this a symbol that she considers him a cat? I assume so. And frankly, I'm surprised she hasn't sprayed him with a water bottle yet. <laughs> Fucking spayed him. Spayed him. I'm thinking that, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's girl cats, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Last thing on the subject, Taylor's sadistic personality. Dave nailed it with his nurse comment because she graduated right before filming maths and was only registered as a nurse a week ago. 
if she actually had a job, then I'd give odds that she's either quit or been fired by the end of the week. <laughs> and that's true. Evelyn and Rupert, all I have to say is, one, that was the dirtiest looking bath I've ever seen. And two, Rupert's IQ can't be any higher than the temperature of the boiling water in Celsius. <laughs> Sorry, I refuse to believe that's entirely nerves at this point. He looked stunned. He seems stunned. Anyway, D&D alignments. I think after tomorrow's episode, I'll be doing... The update to my chart that absolutely nobody on the Discord asked for. Stay tuned, Megan. So great email, Dave. An absolute bell of that. So not to be a clueless dick, what chart are we talking about? A D&D chart, Dave. And I don't know what that is either. So can Uh, Megan, you need to tell us what that is, please. Maybe this is a work in progress chart that we haven't seen yet. We need to see this. We need to see this, Dave. I don't know what it stands for. I don't think I've missed it. No. <laughs> Maybe it's something we'll look forward to. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant email. And and again, I don't know with uh, with Rupert, is it his IQ or is it just chronically nervous? Or it's it's something, isn't it? Because he yeah. he needs to learn how to be a human being, I think, you know, and yeah. she does seem to be She's not kind of horrible like, I mean, Taylor's just horrible, isn't she? In fact, you know what, Chris? I would say Taylor, at this point in the relationship, is worse than Melissa. Yes, at this point, yes. Yeah, because at least at the start, Melissa was trying to make it work with Josh. You know, she was a bit over the top and and stuff like that, going on about Thor's hammer. But, you know, it's... The next Avengers movie, honestly, I, I'm gonna <laughs> not stop yeah. thinking about that. But um, but yeah, I mean, she's just literally a, a horrid straight off the bat. And the thing is, like in a introduction video and stuff, she it's not as if she, she's inconsistent. It's not as if she's been someone else, you know, before the wedding and and the interviews and everything. And then surprise, I'm actually a fuckhead narcissist. Yeah. No, she's been pretty consistent. So that's why, you know, really, the experts haven't picked her to actually couple her up with someone, you know, for to couple her with her person kind of thing. It's just yeah. like, yeah, this, this one's going to be fucking TV gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Great episode again. And we've got one more for this week, guys. And as usual... Maths is delivering, so great, great stuff. Um, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. And as always, Chris and Dave's reality TV cast, we are just about to hit 500 people on the page, and that is absolutely amazing. You know, we, we asked Dave to come and join us over there, and I really, really appreciate it, guys. So thank you. It's so uh, humbling for both of us, it's, and it's great. We've got so many nice people on there, and everyone's just getting involved in the community. So thank you for that. Uh, if you want to f- support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD reality cast. So today's roll call of honor is Macy, Nicola, Smave, music, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Luckily Green and Ken Gustafson. So thank you so much guys, as always. So Dave, great episode, mate. And I cannot wait for the last episode tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be great, isn't it? Dinner party coming up, and uh, always good for a bit of drama. So, yeah, I I absolutely can't wait, mate. So, thank you very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. I'll speak to you next time. Bye.